0: TGE the podcast. Hope you're doing well. What a weekend for people that give a shit. Lots of stuff happening. Tyler, how are you?
1: Good. How are you doing, Sven? I just want to thank everyone real quick for listening to the show before I dissect this, this comment Sven just made. And I also want to thank you for subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about the podcast. Thank you for the outreach, the comments, the messages, the emails. It's all great. It all helps us make the podcast as good and fun as we can make it. So thank you. If you're listening to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, subscribe if you haven't. You can, according to Ross, you can say, Siri, subscribe to this podcast, and it will. Nice. I totally
0: forgot this episode is going to be about Game of Thrones. But I have a feeling mm-hmm. we're also going to talk a little bit about Endgame, right, Tyler? What do you think about that flop? Did you see Endgame, Sven? Uh, no, there were a billion other people that were in front of me, so I I walked away from it.
1: Wait, you actually went to the theater? Fuck no. No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> did, I you? Gonna did, gonna say, did you with, see it? I was going to tell you about advanced tickets. Ironically, I saw it in the best imaginable environment possible, in Westwood uh, at the Fox Theater which was like the first building built in Westwood um so it's a great historic theater sort of like the Ace Hotel one we were at Sven right. and you know the friend bailed and you know <laughs> but i had these non-refundable tickets and i didn't it was just like bad timing to go on thursday night but it's not reserved seating or anything but it ended up working out great and it was the reaction like through the whole film just in that location at that time was Raucous, to say the least. Um, I guess the the cheer squad was there, so I heard. I was like trying to get popcorn. I heard like screaming that makes you like spill your drink from inside the auditorium, and it was like that through the entire movie. Like every time. So as far as I'm convinced, I've, and I've never in all the movies I've seen over however many years, uh, none of which being <laughs> the, the movies on the AFI list that we went went through last week, um, it was you know it was the most. I, I've never heard that that much like football game style cheering through the whole thing. So it could have been someone tying their shoes and I would have been like, oh cool, this is the greatest movie ever made. But um well yeah, the environment influenced it. I heard seventy five percent of it, so I look forward to seeing the movie.
0: Is it a good movie?
1: That's the thing is I, I, I don't know how to how to judge that based on <laughs> and that's the it, it really made me appreciate the value of the cinematic experience. Uh huh. But yeah, I think it's it's very very well done and i don't know especially compared to the battle of winterfell it certainly serviced the series very well in a lot of ways i didn't expect and i didn't want anything spoiled because i just hate spoilers more than i like any of these ips and it was cool they they really played with it and they really protected it in terms of the trailers and promos really only featuring really early stuff in the movie so you have no idea what's going to happen and It it was played with in a fun way. I mean, it was. I don't think the wheel was reinvented, but it's certainly to have. I don't think there's a lot of examples in film history of 20 different films in a series leading up to something and then successfully pulling that off in a meaningful way and having like a lot of great fun. You know, it's kind of like, that's the fun thing about Avengers is there's different stuff for everybody. Yeah. So there's yeah. certainly stuff I liked more than, than others might and stuff I I guarantee you they liked more because I heard the screams, Sven.
0: Nice, nice one.
1: Well, I'm glad. I hope it's a good movie. From somebody
0: who didn't even know what that film is about a week ago <laughs> to wake up to the news that it made 1.2 billion In a weekend, which means we're going to have Marvel movies and DC movies coming out of our ears for the next 10 years Um, Mm -hmm. because there is just no let up on the
1: genre, obviously. Yeah, the other thing that was interesting was it really does feel like an ending where it's like, oh, where can you go from here? And then, like, kind of as you walk away from the theater, it's like, oh, right, that ball's still in the air, that ball's still in the air, that ball's technically still in the air. Technically, you could still do that. So it's <laughs> they're not it was going away way, but they won't be going yeah. away as long as people show up they'll be there. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some things will, some things won't, but uh, this is a spoiler-free yeah. podcast. Yeah. Well, okay. Good news, bad news, situation. Glad we talked about
0: that. <laughs> Good. Now, I watched Game of Thrones this morning.
1: I watched the episode mm-hmm. Oh, it's Monday. We should say that, Sven. It's Monday morning and we watched Game of Thrones last night and the episode's going out this evening. Exactly.
0: And I'm going to have a similar sort of detached point of view on this. So this is going to be a really interesting podcast, I think, because I haven't seen any of the seasons. I saw maybe season one, two, three (laughs) about uh, five years ago. And then I sort of decided, okay, uh, I don't... I want more life out of my life than trying to keep up with this. And wow. So, people obviously spent many, many years leading up to this point, and I hope they are happy and satisfied. From what I'm seeing online, it seems like it's getting great scores, but I saw a lot of comments of people. Feeling a little mixed about it, but uh, tell yeah. me what what about you? Like, what's your Game of Thrones status? Are you a fan? You obviously watched every episode. You're up to, you know what's up. As I said, Sven, I hate spoilers. Yes,
1: yeah, yeah. So <laughs> what we're we gonna do? Anything. I
0: mean, let's talk about the spoiler situation. Are we gonna
1: reveal anything? Are we gonna do this spoiler? I don't think there's a need to to reveal anything. I think there's a way to nerd out about it and do that but then i think kind of the point of this podcast is to discuss technique a little bit yes um so i think we can do that without revealing anything all right you might have i to mean stop
0: me every once in a while but
1: I'll if try. we're gonna if we're gonna give away a spoiler i mean i'll I'll tell you right now if anyone died we're not gonna say that okay right that seems pretty pretty fair well the good news is i don't know their name so i won't <laughs> be able to okay. say who died if anybody, died. I said, I said, if anyone died, yeah. Um, but <laughs> so okay, so let me back up here because you, I, I was under the impression because you're the one that that suggested Battle of the Bastards. I thought that you were a Game of Thrones fan and were up to speed. No, I've just, I
0: just watched Tim Porter in a panel, uh, who's the editor of this particular episode as well, and he sort of discussed the scene, and then I'm like, oh, that's a cool battle scene. That's kind of cool. Let's talk about it. But I hadn't really kept up with it. But I have to say, it's, it's actually not really necessary. Like, I felt like I wasn't, like, super confused. I'm sure I missed a lot of subtleties about certain things happening. But I knew who was who and who's a good guy, who's a bad guy, and what they're doing, what's up.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. <laughs> In this case, right, who's good and who's bad, which might be an issue I had with the episode. But that said, okay, all right. Yeah, so I guess we kind of paint ourselves into a corner a little bit here for a few reasons I only realized watching the episode. One... Based on the reaction to our battle uh, of the bastards episode and the fun we had doing that, I was very excited that there was an an episode long battle scene that had been promised, and thought that would be a lot of fun to talk about. So we even re recorded last week when we realized it was coming this week. Sven hyping it, so a lot of people are here to listen listen to us break it down. But then watching it, and again we're not going to do any spoilers. Um, I don't know what was your what was your reaction to it, Sven. I felt like I was ahead of the story for most
0: of the time. Like, nothing, What do you mean? N- like n- no move happened where I'm not like... Before it happened, I'm like, that's probably what's going
1: to happen. Okay, <laughs> do you want to give us an example? <laughs> Which is fine because you don't know the names of any characters.
0: Um,
1: we are going to talk a little bit about that there are phases of the battle. Yeah, there are phases of the battle. I'm assuming no one's going to listen to us dissecting the Battle of Winterfell episode expecting not to hear about the Battle of Winterfell.
0: I mean, this is a classical storming off the castle kind of thing. It's like literally a storming off the castle, which often in a movie is just figuratively. It's like that Mm -hmm. third act where it all comes to that final battle and you think it's going to go one way and... They're going all out, they're pulling all the stops, the good guys have a plan, they execute on the plan, and then they fail. And then they go sort of in the dark of the night where they have to like dig deep, have to like really discover what their values are, what the characters are made of. And because they show heart, then they sort of get out of it right that's sort of the the formula and then the question is when you tell the story because that's the formula that's how you tell a story there's no no other way of telling the story it's always that pattern but yet you have to make it in a way that is unpredictable it's plausible Mm -hmm. yet surprising and i was Mm -hmm. missing the surprising part quite a bit there was there was one moment where i felt like oh that's a cool cool little twist and now i could do a little hint or trying to say something about it but right i guess like the army of the dead what happened to them like towards the two-thirds into the battle and what happened to everybody else i'm like oh i get it that's nice that's like <laughs> now they're even in more trouble
1: right than they thought yeah I'm, it was interesting to me because I guess going into it based on... Because, you know, we thought... We did an episode on the Battle of the Bastards, almost two episodes, like our <laughs> longest episode, because there's something about the writing of it in terms of a battle scene being done on television that was just... It was very, very, very... It was probably... You know, it's like one of the great battle scenes of all time.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I agree. So
1: assuming that they... And a lot of that's because of the innovation. A lot of it's because of... Expectations being subverted, you know, losses you don't expect to happen, especially not so quickly. <laughs> it's in daylight. But so with this whole idea that, you know, Game of Thrones is challenging movies, challenging cinema, I think that we both thought that today's episode was going to be sort of just like a worshipping at the altar mm-hmm. of this amazing <laughs> feat of of like, you know, the first like hour long battle scene ever filmed. But, you know, I, I had some some issues with it too i think it was like a big swing and it was fine it wasn't bad i I watched it when i had to eat so kind of measured the success of it by when i would step away to cook stuff Mm -hmm. and that didn't happen for like 30 minutes so that's cool but it happened and i think that yeah the thing you're talking about i don't yeah it just didn't i don't know it just didn't one i think you're saying setting up expectations is important and i don't i feel like there were only a couple times this really happened. And I felt like for the battle scene to work, it could attract a lot better through that. Like there's a moment where a fire needs to be lit. We can just say that, that I thought the stakes were just of that little beat, like within the battle, like the stakes were laid really clearly. And because of that suspense was created. But in terms of really understanding the, you know, let's just call it the, the Winterfell team's plan and verse understanding the white walkers plan. And also like there was a people, a lot of people expected this wasn't going to go the way that it was so clearly laid out period, that there wasn't even going to be a battle that they were just going to march past the castle or whatever. But it was kind of like, yeah, this is what we promised and this is what happened. And there were like, you know, a few little surprises in it, but ultimately I think it's just why you don't want to go to movies that are just hours of, of fighting. Yep. Like (laughs) much more interested in, the you know the drama the scenes. Yeah, I, I tell you, um, I give you
0: that. I thought the beginning was done nice, like it took its time, and then there were a bunch of horses riding into the night, kind of, and you could kind of see what happens to them without seeing it, like you could feel it in a way. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, that's that's cool. That's like I'm feeling the the force that I'm not seeing yet that's coming. I thought it was a powerful beginning. Good way to to
1: set up suspense and action. Very Jaws-like. Yes. Right? Of not knowing what's beyond, you know, what's out there, what's coming for us. And then, I don't know, but then like, where's that twist of, holy shit, like it's this, like this was our plan and they totally screwed it. And then, the other problem I have, and I, I kind of you know, gave some Jon Snow some grief for being like a shit battle strategist in, in the Battle of the Bastards. Yeah. But man, he really outdid himself on this one in terms of, like, how fucking useless can a guy be? <laughs>
0: I agree with you. Oh, Actually, you God. know what? That, that was one of the biggest weaknesses of this huge battle. And I mean, it's a challenge, obviously, which is you have all these different parties acting locally so you have to intercut you have to go meanwhile this happened meanwhile that happened so there were many many moments throughout this one hour battle fight they would where they would be cutting to the dragons flying in the air and Mm -hmm. nothing would happen you had no idea where they were going and why they were going what their plan was and then when they needed to come back, okay, I guess now they turned around, and why didn't they stay there the whole time and just spew right. fire on as many people as they could? That's, just, that's the most effective way they could have uh, helped in any way, but they were just sort of doing a little spewing, and then they went on a road trip, <laughs> and they right. just needed you- to be away.
1: Yeah and what's funny with this is that we're talking a lot about the story but that's kind of a, a way to approach approach the editing. Yeah. And it almost feels like maybe stuff got cut out, like scenes got cut out like or there was an obligation because it's like an hour battle scene. It's like, well we can't have dialogue scenes and it's like, yeah, but but you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just they reference some other great battles in it like the the battle with the firewater. I forget what that one is where where Dinklage's character got to be a hero it's so funny because there's been so many like well done battles in this series, but yeah, it would have been nice to know. And I know from watching like the 45 minute making of <laughs> that they put out this morning, yeah, you know, that it was 11 week shoot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like it's, it's, you know, explained after the fact, like all that stuff was in there, but it wasn't clarified like the fire moment. So for example, what's going on is they have this plan that, they're gonna wait for the knight to reveal the you know the 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 white king or whatever to reveal himself. And again, yeah. you know, like little spoilers. There's a lot of characters that the oh god, what's the dragon woman's name? What does this call her <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So or Daenerys. She. This is what big fans we are. So you know, don't <laughs> look for any great insights here. So she. You know, something she cares a great deal about is sacrificed immediately in a way she's surprised by, which I'm surprised they would be surprised because it's probably the most sacrificial, shittiest battle move ever to do that to them. Um, And so apparently panics and then decides to deviate from hanging out with the dragon, which isn't being used in battle, but, you know, is just waiting to kill the the king. So she takes off. And then Jon Snow, such a dumb fuck... (laughs) Because she took off, gives up on his whole plan, like, instantaneously none of which is clarified right so we don't this isn't clarified or like set up for us that this stuff is going on or happening Mm -hmm. or reiterated which i think is good doing something you can often do in editing but maybe you know they just felt like it was there or whatever so so took it out in the cut which is which is highly possible but but a lot of that and then like even you know small spoiler like there's a problem they have making a fire that once the fire is made you realize Jon snow is sitting on a fucking dragon like within fire breaths distance of it of where the fire needed to be made like he, like <laughs> watch like it's in it's like what a fucking useless fuck this guy is I just can't get over it and I, I almost think it's like the series is now making a point of that just the way that things play out what a useless fuck he is <laughs> um, so. where I'm like finally like the show has accepted what I've always thought like Captain fucking dumb luck like I've never seen what <laughs> It's going to trash Jon Snow what, what it is that's so, like, he's supposed to be this great, like, this, that, and the other. And it's like, okay, apparently he can just, like, walk through battle at any time. Yeah. Not get hurt. But the, uh, the, the character th- I'm far more interested in definitely got the glory. And that's kind of what I'm what I'm excited to to see play out. Who's had a way more interesting journey through the show.
0: Yeah. The other thing I noticed is there was about a third of the cast that just didn't have a job. <laughs> for sixty minutes, right, they were just in a holding. they were basically in the green room, just waiting right. <laughs> that that this like the movie would come to them, and then they still didn't have anything to do <laughs> so right, there must have been a bunch of actors just
1: with no lines and no action, just
0: just hanging
1: yeah. out well, the other thing that was funny with this with this battle was. Kind of knowing from a writing perspective going into it, like if it really like because everybody was like, oh, so and so might die. So and so might die. So and so might die. And it's like if those characters die, there is actually no show. Like if you think this was disappointing in terms of how like this massive antagonist that has been built up as like this weird stakes behind the series from the first opening scene is dispensed with, then there would really be nothing. But at <laughs> this point, can't they just kill anyone? I mean, it doesn't really matter, well, right? Because, yeah, but that's what over. I'm saying is what would the show be if they killed off, like, basically everyone that's left alive? Like, I had no doubt those people were going to make it through yeah. and would have been shocked if one of them died. But then if they did, I don't know what the last episodes would be. How many more episodes do we have? I think there's eight this season, so that would mean there's, like, five, four
0: or five, five left. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could probably do anything at this point, you could kill dragon lady or john snow and <laughs> it would actually help the series because you need i think at this point you really need well, like who says they're moves. alive sin uh, true true
1: yeah. oh sorry <laughs> fuck
0: um so that's that's a great thing about the last season is like you have that option to do anything unless i don't know if are we still like On book or are we past the books?
1: Oh the book is the book is way gone. And and I think that that, that's another thing too. Like as as amazing as this series has been and like groundbreaking in terms of not really following the mold of television, in terms of we, we have A B and C stories, but they're they're almost entirely unrelated. Yeah. Right, which isn't necessarily new to like the style of an epic or whatever, but it's still really cool that you're complete like it's unique in that it's able to branch away from like a central protagonist and completely develop new characters, going through new things and like introduce someone out of the blue that becomes, you know, a total legend. But a lot of that's from the source material and I and I notice, you know, my theory and I not- I don't think that's gonna be happening much this season either and of course there's actors that come in and give like a great performance and then a character will be made for them as we saw with i don't know a certain person that gets crushed in this one yeah uh but it's uh i don't know it's 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 interesting the the corner they're kind of in i guess
0: yeah i mean i also have to recognize i mean i looked on imdb It has, I mean, the following is just insane. Like it already has, this particular episode has like 40,000 votes on IMDb. I looked on YouTube videos about like just talking about what happened and showing stills of it. They have 600,000 views within like hours. So the appetite is huge for this whole mythology, the show and everything. I mean, people invested so much time In this, and this is kind of the culmination or one of the big moments, the payoff, everything that you've invested. So, I'd be very curious to know how the viewers really, like people that are real hardcore fans, how they felt about the episode. I I skimmed through some comments and it looked pretty mixed to me.
1: Yeah, that's what I noticed too. There were then there were a lot of complaints about there being too much darkness and stuff, which... Oh yeah, it was super dark. I mean, I had to like
0: really bring up my TV set where it was all like milky just to uh-huh. s- see a lot of stuff.
1: Which, yeah, which I think again, I think one, I think that's a budgetary thing too. It's like a choice, but I think also like we've talked a lot about, you know, in the Battle of the Bastards, there are kind of those waypoints that let you know where we are and what's happening, which I think that, you know in terms of the burning bodies like that's almost the main purpose they yeah. serve in the battle yeah. of the bastards so and i mean i guess in in this i would say that i largely had a sense of where everyone was at all times mm-hmm. so i so they they pulled it off but one of the mile markers for knowing where we are was just total darkness <laughs> which is which is an interesting way to do it another thing i guess we should talk about is the the style of it so basically it was different genres. Okay. And this is in something they, they mentioned in the making of too, is that it starts and it's a suspense thing. Okay. Right. And then it becomes, there's a, there's a whole section that's like a horror movie. Yes. Right. I don't want to say where that takes place, but I think, you know what I'm talking about. And and then there's like a a total, a a battle, you know, an actual action movie. Um, so it was like they kind of like broke down these different genres to approach it. But I don't know. I feel like, if anything, this episode's a landmark in, you know, the true value of, of action. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that any of this really propelled the story forward either was the weird thing. Like at the end of the series or the end of the episode, there was nothing that had happened that was... Except for maybe one little change of perspective on a character. Mm-hmm who was not the fucking idiot screaming at a dragon as, like, a final move. Like, God, that guy couldn't be any worse. It is like planning. (laughs) He's going to, was he going to, like, breathe fire at a dragon? You know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, I think so, right? I I know who you're talking about.
1: I mean, yeah, when I say the bad strategist, we kind of know, but, yeah. yeah. You know, so there wasn't really anything I felt that really like changed our perspective on the story or threw like a new kink or wrench into the series. It was just kind of like, yeah, okay, so now we just have this many less troops and this many less characters and like a big like exciting part of the show is gone now. So,
0: yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, obviously they they probably got a lot of praise for Battle of the Bastards and they needed to top that. And so that means it needs to be longer. It needs to be bigger. It needs to be just a spectacle times 10. And Mm -hmm. that really is a problem if you really only move the needle story-wise by just a few inches. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. And 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 very few, yeah, and very little of the um, scenes that we had were about much of anything. Yeah. But so you're saying moving the needle and...
0: Yeah, yeah, and specifically like when you even break it down to the individual characters, like character growth, nobody really changed a whole lot in there except maybe a couple of people died. That's a big change. But nobody like learned something, realized that they had another power. Maybe there's one guy um, that sort of had a little bit of a redemption story, I think, going on. But for right. the most part, everybody is the same before and after the story, I think. I don't know. Do you agree?
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, except for the the big hero at the end had yeah. like a major, you know, a major arc, which is cool because that's the character I can, I get behind. Yeah. You know, so that was a change. And then, yeah, Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with you.
0: So I mean, it's tricky. I mean, obviously, it's working. Everybody's loving it. Everybody's loving Avengers: Endgame because I'm sure it's very similar, right? It's big battles.
1: Well, you know what's different with that, and yeah. again, as I was with the screaming audience, and again, it is the end, end of the end. So there's a little more, you know, you know, you know, things are, are final. At least that that's the hope with it. And there's definitely unexpected definitely uh, uh, there's a lot of unexpected things in that it was weird it kind of gave me a new uh, and an added appreciation for endgame it was like uh because this is not the final episode of game of thrones it's just the battle of winterfell but it's you know had so much hype and build up around it and then it's so funny to happen the same weekend as endgame it's you know it's far 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 less dramatic in terms of of all the stuff that we're talking about and i think that's a good example of really being locked in on you know, what's going on with the characters? What's at stake? What's being sacrificed? Mm-hmm. Versus verse this, which was, you know, an hour-ish long battle with like some dialogue scenes that really weren't anything. And then, you know, just reconfirmation that Peter Dinklage could do far more with nothing than <laughs> a lot of people can with <laughs> entire pages. Yeah. Because that was, that was, to me, the most moving scene. And then and I realized later, like, oh, who fucking? Okay. That was, that
0: was shot in <laughs> half a day.
1: Oh right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this was filmed over the course of eleven weeks. Should we talk about the production of it?
0: Yeah, if you know any insights, I don't know anything. That sounds oh, like shit. a really long time, but I could see that it would. Yeah, take I feel that like long. there's
1: got to be yeah, there's got to be something bitter about making. And it, again, it is it is an incredible accomplishment just in in and of itself. Um, it kind of started with that oneer, and I was laughing like, oh, this is so hilarious. This whole episode's gonna be like a, a, a one er. Yeah. And we've decided you know, we just we we jumped in too soon being like, We're gonna talk about this thing we haven't seen yet. So this is different for us and that it didn't really draw us in any way. But then, you know, they 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 cut. Um but yeah, so there's gotta be something bittersweet about you know, filming the scene at night for eleven weeks, and then the biggest number one complaint people had was it's too dark. <laughs> Because that's a big sacrifice to shoot at night. Yeah, but you could shoot it in a way that you could still see stuff. No, exactly. Yeah, but I just think
0: it's kind of, there's like a funny irony to that. I mean, again, for me looking on the outside in, it feels to me like Game of Thrones, they figured out some stuff fairly early in the show. Probably like season four or five, they figured out, oh, wow, we can really make big TV happen here. It's looking amazing. Mm-hmm. We can make special effects amazing if we spend this much time on on this budget. And now, because the the schedule is probably so hard on everybody, like the post-production schedule needs to, is probably really, really tough. Oh, yeah. They spent over a year in
1: post on this season. Oh, really? But on this episode, did they spend... <sighs> it was a very, very long time. Very long time. I don't have the numbers, but like the it definitely got pushed. Like The second season was pushed well over a year. It might have been maybe two years at this point. I see. Well, then maybe that goes against my theory. My theory
0: was that they sort of figured out a style and a way of telling the story that's, that works. And now they're just sort of just going through the motion of doing that. And it has to be bigger every time. So they do it again. But be, because... Because of what they've like they sort of become slaves of what they've figured out, they're sort of trapped with what they have in terms of special effects in terms of what they can show and so then is there enough time to really say okay how can we how can we push it story wise or character wise and and go to the next level
1: right well my my thing is that I think that's probably all true. Again, Game of Thrones is an incredible accomplishment in and of itself. But I think some of what we're seeing is that the whole concoction of this... Story in the first place was George R. R. Martin being tired of Hollywood and then wanting to just go do something where he never had to worry about anyone telling him no that can't be filmed like blah blah blah. So he just wrote the most outlandish could never be ever committed to moving image story he could think of. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of the fun of the series has been them, you know, trying to to accommodate that, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. now that those books are out of the picture. I think it's probably a little hard to take those swings in writing this stuff of like, well, let's do something completely impossible. It's all, you know, just by the necessity of writing for television, it's impossible to kind of, I guess, have that approach. Like, well, let's pretend there's not a show. Like at this point, you know, there's characters that they have to service like this, that, and the other, other, it just gets a little bit tougher to to keep it alive. Yeah. Or keep it fresh in that way. So, and then the other thing is that I mean, my my final point is I think the other reason it, it's a little bittersweet for people is we, I mean, I'm sure, you know, the deep fans have heard like a lot of rumors, but there's been nothing but talk. Of, and the Battle of Bastards was not the final episode of the season either, it, like right. leading up to the penultimate episode. Maybe it was, but it, all the talk and gossip about Game of Thrones has been about this insane battle scene. Mm-hmm. So the concern with that is, okay, now that this is over on episode three, Like, what are we really looking forward to? You know, because you haven't heard anything. uh, Like, you won't believe what the final episode is or, like, when they finally square off. And a lot of that probably had to do with secrecy. But it's, yeah, I don't know. It just kind of was like, okay, so that's the, all right, the chips got cashed and here we are. Well, let
0: let me ask you a dumb question because I don't know what's going on in the show. But (laughs) didn't the show start off that there were, like, two sides... Which is like one side is evil and the other side are the good guys. And they were always like tr- going back and forth trying to regain power over this mm-hmm. world. And then the dark, what are they called? The undead or whatever? The White Walkers. Yeah. The White Walkers. That's like this unknown force from the outside, right? Yeah. That's that's sort of the the primary conflict. And mm-hmm. what I'm getting now, going back into it and seeing it, like those two original uh, fronts, well, it's more like three, yeah, three. They all had mm-hmm. to
1: reunite. Is that what it happened? To yeah, align. It's tab, but there's a there's a twist too, where one of them didn't, you know, and and just, so that's what it's leading up to. Is okay? Well, the ones that bailed on this big battle, they're sitting on the throne right now. I see what's going on, and it, and that's the other thing that was fun about the show is that it wasn't, you know. You know, you could get behind every character for the most part. There there's a certain family that's like a little bit too big of shitheads to to get behind, but then they would have good people within their midst. So it's kind of like they are kind of the the villains, mm-hmm. but you know, you could totally get behind like a lot of the people that want the throne. So it's kind of that's what was fun about the show too. But what I from what I
0: remember that the biggest draw of the series early on was the fact that the good guys just don't seem to be able to get a foot in like it right it they always it always feels like injustice has been done and we need to stick with this to finally Mm. get through it and get that reward like that that the happy ending was never there and i don't know if if that ever came or whether that just went away because of this other force that we're now battling what's what's your take on that what do you mean like, did we ever get justice in the series? Do you, did like? No, that's the thing. Is not not yet. Yeah, not yet. So that's you know what what I mean? the but thing. It's, it's we're still all achievable. Yearning. Yeah. Oh
1: for. yeah. So the big battle is still like the original conflict is still there. It's just that you know that outside force is now allegedly gone. Yeah. So, whoops, spoiler.
0: And I think that's that's what keeps this series alive and ongoing. Is like. I remember Breaking Bad. I don't think I ever felt like okay, I'm over the show.
1: Like I felt like they they figured out a way how to keep us. Yeah, keep, and keep they knew engaged. what the and they knew what the hand to tip was of like you know Walt and Hank. Like that was ultimately going to be the the final the final thing. Yeah, and likewise with this, like we know what the, the final battle is for the throne. So this is kind of like a distraction. But it didn't. I don't know. It would have been nice if it kind of motivated it you know, did something more to, and I'm sure we'll find out in the next episode, like, oh, that set up this, that, and the other, but we didn't walk out of it feeling that way. But this is a tough, weird way to approach an episode. (laughs) Uh, We apologize. You know, we did, (laughs) you know, but that's what happens sometimes. We think things are going to go a certain way. They don't. We hope that you enjoyed listening to it. Uh, Is there any final sentiments you want to add, Sven?
0: No, I think it's a valid episode. I mean, we, we might've, Tried this with spoiling some stuff to see if then we would have gotten a little bit more insights on the storytelling. Ultimately, that's what it's about on this podcast: is yeah. to really figure out how can we become better storytellers. And I think this episode or this particular Game of Thrones battle is a, is an example of almost like you're so big that it's that it's a problem, and mm-hmm. you 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 kind of really then need to go like really out there and do something completely unthinkable and possibly piss some people off, which I think there were shows that tried that. that. Or Avengers Endgame. Yeah. You know, they really (laughs) they found that balance well. And I feel like so looking at it from the outside and how how do you tell your own stories and and when you tell your little stories that still matter, that connect with an audience, ultimately it doesn't matter whether it's a big story or a little story. What matters is that you connect. And I feel like this episode is an example of shortcoming of connecting with some yeah. people. I mean,
1: maybe just me. I don't know. That's really
0: up to, to you, the fan, to decide.
1: Yeah. And I theorize we'll find out that they had this grand idea of like episode long battle. And then that's kind of like a tough <laughs> check to cash. Also, like it, maybe it ended up being a little more challenging. But now we know. Uh, So, I guess we. I I kept thinking of Hacksaw Ridge because we did that podcast a few weeks ago of how that's like a half movie battle that works out in an interesting way. Yeah, but there's a lot more to it also. So yeah, never get away from the drama. That's the lesson we learned today. That's what people watch stuff for. You can have an hour long action scene is not going to be as cool as a close-up of peter dinklage so if you like what you're hearing subscribe to the podcast uh, if you're game of thrones expert sorry that we let you down if you're a casual fan sorry that we let you down <laughs> not having much to explore on either side of that in terms of the craft or the nuance of the series but let a friend know about the show and if you want to make comments where would they do that sven this guy slash comment and thanks to Kurt for the music, and as Sven always says, happy editing.
0: I'll do it. What happened to the fucking dog? There was a dog there, and then we never saw it again. <laughs> I mean, that's a waste of 10 minutes, 5 minutes. Standard iPhones and TV shows about tweakers. There's no sane zone to so put your head between the speakers. There's no sane zone to so put your head between the speakers. Yeah, we're at 41 minutes, which, like, it felt like we had to stall this time. Like, we could have been done in 20 minutes.